you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. A blitz. Darnold is able to stay upright. Wow, what a play by Darnold. Wanted to go down, still going. Inside the 10 for the touchdown. There are no flags, and that is all Sam Darnold. 46 yards territory. Ribbon's going to air it out downfield. One-on-one coverage, and this one is caught. And backing into the end zone is Jerry Judy with his first touchdown catch in his rookie season. With Gordon, who has to bounce, and now this is the play they need. Gordon is going to get toward the end zone and in. He got a great block from Brett Rippon, the quarterback. And after bouncing it, Melvin Gordon has basically ended this ballgame. Melvin Gordon with a 43-yard touch. See, that's why sometimes yards per carry lies. Uh, Not a big day for Gordon before that, but all of a sudden, he finishes 23 for 107 and two touchdowns with that game-clinching run for the Broncos. Final score, 37 Denver Broncos, 28 New York Jets. Uh, The Jets had a 28-27 lead. Uh, midway through the fourth quarter, but the Broncos scored all points from that point onward to improve to one and three. Dan Hans is here along with the sizzler, Mark Sessler, uh, to talk about uh, one of those games, Mark, that just felt like it would never end. It's a classic bad football game uh, between bad teams that is entertaining. Uh, But I just finished the night before watching Yankees-Indians, the longest nine-inning game in the history of Major League Baseball. And this game somehow felt longer, I have to be honest. And not just because the Jets were the team that lost. Yeah, it's uh, the closest comparison that I could come up with. Um, uh, when it was, you know, four or five minutes into the third quarter and everyone in my house was going to sleep, was that it was kind of like when you're on a really long airplane flight and you're stuck um, in the row behind two people that have just become friends and are talking loudly, and they're going to talk for four and a half hours. Like it just felt like that <laughs> a little bit to me. But you know, I, I also think that there were it. It was sort of a microcosm. Well, you tell me if you if you agree with this. It felt like a microcosm of the Jets fan experience. Not every um, high and low possible, but the moment in the game where I. I it could have gone down as one of the more crushing plot points in Jets history where Sam Darnold appeared to go down with a collarbone injury or something. That's what Troy Aikman said. You know, if anyone who's had that injury. And yeah. You know by it. the way, Troy, calm down, you know, Dr. Aikman in the future, because you're messing with the hearts and minds of uh, millions of people at home. He did. And I, and you know, and it's, it's at that point you had to wonder, 
if that were the end for Sam Darnold this season and with all the tumult in the organization and everything else and, and the coaching that we're seeing, and then he comes back. And, and to me, that when I was sitting there watching that, I thought this is the perfect setup for Sam Darnold to have one of those games where he orchestrates a rather heroic and rare comeback for a team that's you know been hurting. And it kind of spoke to me um, that it was everything around Sam Darnold that prevented that a little bit. It was a little bit of Broncos friskiness, and it was a little bit of Sam Darnold all mixed into one. So there's more work to do, and I lost um, a little bit more confidence in the coaching staff tonight. But I don't want to really? overreact. Well, no, I, I, I mean, mean, how much more can be lost? I, I don't. I just point. Dan, to be honest, I don't want to like. I, I don't know if it's the appropriate. I think we all want anyone who watched the game. I don't want to be dropping like hammers all over the place. But Adam Gase like seems wedded to. Um, I think they were like nine for sixteen or even less on third downs. He seems uh, really to have a fetish for third and long. And I don't know in, in, in the NFL's 2020 where that fits. And it, it's not a well, service to the rest of the players in the, on that offense. Yeah, my, my point is, I don't know how you come out of this game having less faith in the Jets coaching. Because basically, this is another yet more confirmation as if who knows with Jets management and anything in that organization, whether it's being done from a competent standpoint uh, but you know, you don't need more examples of why this is the wrong uh, regime to be in charge, but yeah, seeing it over and over again now in prime time where everyone gets to have their chuckles on Twitter for four hours. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that this has been going on, you know, for a year and a half almost now where the, it's very clear that Gase is not the guy for the team, that he was the exact wrong guy to try to take Sam Darnold to the next level. And they're not, uh, they're not progressing. In fact, it's going the other way. And yeah, I guess my, my thought about this game and we're definitely, don't worry, Broncos fans, we're going to talk Broncos too. But my thought about Darnold was again, betrayed by, poor play calling, poor pass protection, and some of that was injury-related uh, with the Jets had eight active offensive linemen for this game. All eight needed to be used. There were injuries all over the place. Makai Becton got re-injured, uh, and the right tackle got injured. It was a total mess. Uh, but Darnold needs to take some heat on this, too. On their last, the last uh, meaningful possession, I texted you, Mark, and I also texted my dad, like, this was a big – drive for Darnold. They had a chance down two points uh, to go down the field, kick a field goal, win a game, and then Sam Darnold would get interviewed post-game by Colleen Wolf and Michael Irvin, and the Jets would have a win, and it would still be a terrible season and a, a, a dead-end situation for the franchise that they need to kind of hit the reboot button. But for one night in prime time, they have a moment. And instead, they can't get it done. And 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 Darnold, Darnold deserves blame for that. I think the thing with Sam Darnold is, and you saw it on the scramble for the touchdown, there's the athleticism. You saw toughness coming back from getting his shoulder driven into the turf. But also, even on that play, he holds the ball too long. He had a receiver flashed open. He takes that hit unnecessarily comes back in the game makes some good throws uh but also when the when the chips were down and it was time to go win a game uh again he's got bad offensive line he doesn't have great weapons around him but he didn't get the job done so you got to like factor when they start to figure out the jets what the organization needs to go 
do going forward. And right now, the only goal, honestly, in 2020 for the Jets is don't go 0-16, don't get Darnold killed, uh, and let us get a, one more full season of the QB before deciding what to do in the draft. Um, they almost got him killed, and Darnold, despite having – you know, a 250-yard passing day and nearly 100 yards rushing still leaves more questions than answers. Uh, and on the Broncos' side, I don't know what to take. I don't know what to take. There's These games, like with the, the Niners as an example, the last two weeks with the Giants and the Jets, I know before he started throwing the interceptions, Brett Rippon was the story uh, because he was he did hit some receivers and made some plays and looked Rippian. competent. Who was that? Rippian. Um, I'm sticking by that. <laughs> but you know what? It's like, how could you take anything? The Jets don't have a, don't have any pass rush. They don't have anybody that can cover. I mean, if you are a barely competent NFL quarterback, you should be able to move the ball. Did you come out of this, Mark, thinking that Brett Rippon was a guy that is a potential answer or a quarterback controversy situ- situation in Denver? No, I, I came out thinking that um, in, a, in a Colt McCoy-ish way, um, that he probably helped himself to be a backup uh, for at least half a decade, if not more. Because here's what I did see from – and I will point out, I think one of the best throws that I saw on this night was Sam Darnold whipping the ball to Crowder, to his left, to Crowder, and then to Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Smith on a crossing route before he went down with that injury. And I thought, that Sam Darnold is having a good evening here. And that was the beginning, and then the injury happened. But two of the better throws I saw tonight, two or three of them came from – from Rippin. I really yeah. thought that he's, he's an, here's what he is and why I think he's, and you know, and I, on this, you tweet, I tweeted out that he'll be around forever. And what I mean by that is I think he has like a decade long backup career because he's uh, the son of coaching. He's the son of NFL lineage. And it's John Elway who goes and gets Jim Kelly's lineage. And then he goes and gets Mark Rippian's lineage. You know, he's his nephew. We all get that at this point. They couldn't have mentioned that any more times, but Rippian is um, someone who has been, I just Rippian. grew up in football. Rippian. I'm going to call Rippian. him Rippian until Rippian. the end of time. I'm sticking with that. I told you, but he, I, I think he's an accurate. I know the interceptions happened, but this was his first game ever an undrafted quarterback. And he whipped a few insane throws tonight on the money. And I, I do believe that he can hang around on that front as a backup. I don't want to get overworked in that though. It was a weird game. And I agree with you in the sense that it's sort of like the fog of war. What do you pull from either team out of this? I want to just say one thing, Dan. The reason I lost a little bit more faith in the Jets was the idea that Mackay Becton was out there so early after getting, you know, if you're not if you're not healthy enough to start, why are you going in a couple plays after? It just, to me, that just is like management of your players and, and your plan for them. I don't know the answer to that. I just want would like to. It's little things like Quinn and Williams, like when will you show up? He's had a good season, but tonight, not there. Like Chris Herndon, like these guys that are like the front office's picks. It's not just, it's easy to dump everything on Gase, but the thing is that Gase has all these injuries around him too. Gase is operating in the same defunct scenario that Sam Darnold is, yet Gase is creating some, but it's the marriage between the whole thing. The Broncos seem as confused to me too, but the Broncos came in a super banged up team and got a more inspired performance, I thought, traveling across the country. Uh, you know, with a third string undrafted quarterback and, and they didn't look, they didn't look that different to me, the two quarterbacks and the two offenses. I, I, I don't know. It, it left me confused more than with answers. I think uh, Troy Aikman put it well at the end of the game. He called it Thursday night slop. 
Right. That's what Which this had, game it was, was a classic slop fest. And those and tend to go an hour longer than they should. He do. was referring because Fangio, Fangio is not the answer either. I'm sorry. Adam Gase is the number one guy that needs to get canned in a head coaching job right now. But I don't, I don't think much of Fangio either. And I thought it was absurd. These two genius tacticians. I don't know if you were watching the last minute of the game. The game is out of hand. It's a two-score game. The Jets still have three timeouts after another fruitless possession. And they start burning their timeouts and stopping Denver from running out the clock. And then Fangio, for some reason, on top of it, then is calling pass plays uh, that leads to uh, the quarterback, Ripien taking two big shots. Uh, game's over. This is, this is run out the clock stuff. And the Jets get hit with a sixth personal foul. That's on coaching uh, as well. And at the end of the game, Fangio doesn't even shake hands with Gase. And he implores his players to run into the tunnel without even talking to the Jets. It, I mean, that is sloppy. That's that's sloppy. The Jets are a total mess with Gase at the controls. But Fangio having his quarterback throwing in that spot to try to run out the clock. I don't even know what it was about. It just I thought that was a great summation of what was going on in this Thursday night game, which was at least if nothing else, there were points scored and, and there was a pick six and there was a long kick return and Jerry Judy had the the touchdown kit, the catch. Uh, there were some plays, but uh, yeah, it, it's just – and the Becton thing, it is insane. And I know you've been a big fan of him, Mark, or a big fan of his potential, and I've been yeah. hopeful. But Joe Douglas is not coming out in the wash so far. Uh, the moves that he made going into this season. Pierre Desir, the cornerback, had one of the weirdest games ever where he was (laughs) torched repeatedly. He was non-competitive on the Judy uh, touchdown, which should have been an interception. But then he had a great, like, toe drag swag INT and then a pick six to get the Jets back in the game. But he stinks. He was signed to be the number one cornerback. Connor McGovern, the, the center, struggled. Brett Perryman, who was supposed to replace Robbie Anderson, Nowhere to be seen. And Makai Becton, like, if he is coming in on the fifth snap of the game, right? then he should have been starting. But if he's not starting because he's injured, then he shouldn't be playing. He's the big ticket. He's their big guy. And for you to put him in harm's way and then he leaves the game with re-aggravation of the shoulder injury, it just shows from top to bottom what a mess the Jets are. So, you know – I was happy, Ricky, that we did the Instagram live and you did the halftime show with me. That was nice. It was uh, fun. Yeah. Make sure you check that out. You can see those videos. They're at the ATN podcast on Instagram. Check that out and give us a follow. But uh, yeah, I guess that's my final thoughts. That Darnold had a chance there to be interviewed by Colleen Wolf, and he, he he didn't get help from Chris Herndon, another guy that's gone MIA. Um so I'm bummed about Darnold not finding a way to win that game. I'm bummed about their handling of Mekhi Becton. I'm bummed that the Jets are a national punchline. And if I'm at the Broncos, I'm happy I got a win here. And, yes, good for despite the three interceptions by Ripien and could have thrown four, and I don't think he's special on any level. Nice job on a short week on the road to, to make some throws there and be competitive. So if you're a Broncos fan – you get to enjoy a W. So, you know, good for you guys. Yeah, I don't I don't have a whole lot to add. I'd, I'd like to have tracked um, 
how much of this game Ricky watched from wire to wire. I mean, I, it was, it I went on for the about whole thing. I, I'm proud of you. Cause it went on for about five and a half hours. Um, I just turned 64 years old during the third quarter. Uh, <laughs> but look at, look at it. It's, it's a, it was a classic Thursday night games did not exist some years back. Now they do. And they have a weird special flavor. And this brought all of that. Um, it doesn't mean that it went, it doesn't mean that it tastes good. It yeah. doesn't mean that it tastes good. My favorite little anecdote from the night is watching it with Jet, who plays fantasy football but doesn't really know anything. And when the Jets didn't go for that half a yard for on fourth down, they didn't go for it. She was like, but they're so close. Like, why don't they just jump over the line? Like, why even someone who doesn't watch football was like, they're that close. Like, why wouldn't they just take that extra step? And, I mean, they did get a few interceptions right before, so I'm – like assuming Gase was like, all right, we'll do it again on on defense. But that to me was just like, oh, just just do it. See, that's you. That's yeah. you. Just, just do speaking it. from the fantasy perspective, you know, it is. Well, you could be just no, Adam. From the you could jet, be just Adam Gase. From the you jet, know? Like, why could, they should have even Troy Aikman was like, you're zero and three. You go. Yeah, for but it. Troy's got to calm down a little bit. Troy's Troy's a little uh, punch drunk there, and just like so bored of the game that he's just like, oh, do something fun. But the Jets had a chance to hit a like a 38-yard field goal to go up by one point late in the fourth quarter. You kick the field goal, even though it's more fun to go for it. So yeah. I, I don't know about Troy tonight. I, I didn't like the clavicle thing where he just he, – he diagnosed Sam Darnold with a season-ending collarbone injury like on the field. And I don't like you know him being a little flip about the fourth down play there. I, I like him on balance. Uh, and Joe Buck, all due respect, that guy is a pro – Pro to the end. I mean, I got so, nothing else. Everybody I, and everybody you know. in, on Twitter that's like, uh, Dan, I'm so sorry. And, and Zumwalt's hitting me up on Twitter. I love you, bro. Hang in there. I'm fine. I've, I've, I'm already at peace with this Jet season. It's a disgrace. And I'm just counting down the days till the next regime until I could talk myself into a new season. I, well, they, they can't well, hurt me. Dan, they care about you. But you also, you know, when you go out there with a, pregame you know instagram and a halftime show it's like people are plugged into your feelings <laughs> like you've been right. offering up your take on the it game it was a great so show you know, though so the whole, well, no it's just you know that's it's part they of live it. and someone commented was like what's with all the alec baldwin quarantine post dan had a few up close shots of the hair <laughs> on our instagram it, it, it's it's still up there guys go check it out it is a sight to be seen i also know that every time the jets lose um you know we're on a, a little thread that thrives occasionally with with Zumwalt and, and, and Bob, your friends, Dan, and whenever the Jets lose, Zumwalt finds a way to make us all feel better. So I'm waiting to see what that, what that could turn into later on. <laughs> better to leave some mystery with that one. Yes. All right. Good stuff. Again, we'll be back on Sunday night with a full recap of week four. So make sure you check that out. And uh, thank you again, everybody on the gram. We'll try to do that again down the line. This is Dan Hansa signing off for The Quiet Storm and Ricky Hollywood. Have a great weekend, everybody. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. 
So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.